Hi, I'm Austin Ertham. And I'm Taylor Patton, and welcome to the 1% Podcast. We're here to motivate, educate, and relate to you guys, sharing our stories uh, to help you guys be the best people that you can be and get 1% better in all areas of your life every single day. This week's episode is about change and adaptability. Taylor and I will go through what's changing in our lives, how we adapt, uh, how can we adapt better, and kind of give you guys some tidbits on that. Taylor's going to tell us the uh, quote of the week this week. Quote of the week this week is, don't stop when you're tired, stop when you're done. And it's by David Goggins. Great guy. What, is that, uh, what does that mean to you, Taylor? It means that we like a lot of times it, we stop because we're physically tired or mentally drained when we – when our body can go a lot farther, like we mentally can go a lot farther than, but I think our mind stops us because like we, we like to take the easy way out a lot of times. And so like, it just, that quote just like affects me a lot. Cause it's just like, I know, like, I know you're tired or mentally tired, like either working out or studying for a test or I don't know, just with your family. Like, and I uh, like, so it just means that like you have more in you, you have more in the gas tank than you ever will than you ever believe. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I remember, this is just a fun story. I remember taking the ACT for the first time and literally my mind, when I was done, I was like, holy cow, like my brain literally hurts right now. And then I go through like football games in college and just four, five, six hours of being phys- or physically, obviously, but mentally into it. Yeah. And it's like, wow, like I'm tired. I mean, I remember coming home to the apartment afterwards and just being like, I just want to lay down and just watch the Saturday night football game. Like I just get drained and it's, it's awesome. Though. I love it. Like when you know you finish it, if you quit, then it's like, you didn't do anything, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, our, I was listening to a podcast the other day actually, and it talked about how your mind can go so much further um, than your body can. So I really like that quote that you came up with for today. Um, let's talk about our challenge last week. So our challenge was, uh, well, two weeks ago, cause I was gone last week. Uh, so we didn't, get fully on the challenge with peace. Um, but two weeks ago was where did we see peace every single day in our lives? Um, and you guys were supposed to do the same thing. And then last week's was about strengths and weaknesses and where we can improve. And if you guys wrote those down, all that good stuff, give us feedback on that. Uh, Taylor, do you want to share your challenges from the last couple of weeks? Yeah. So two weeks ago for peace, I just wrote down. So these are my ones that I consistently were coming up over the period of the week uh was my job change and that so i i was really flip-flopping back and forth on rather like i was in the the me switching jobs was like in the right place in that and then in my morning gratitude when i list off the three things that like i'm grateful for for that day uh, i found a lot of peace in that and just be able to reflect on everything that like is is good coming to me and then I really don't like making food usually. I feel like it's like a hassle to me. So this week I really focused on just letting it be peaceful to me and and growth. So I feel like you make food a decent amount though. I mean, you like putting spices and stuff on it. But Um, I don't, I always find it as a hassle. If I could, I'd have a professional chef tell me to cook me food. Yeah, cooking takes a lot of time. If I could pay Will to make me food, I would. Yeah, we need him. He tried to kill us tonight though. (laughs) Uh, go ahead. Keep going. So anyway, so this week, uh, or technically last week, strength, strength and weaknesses. I really focused in on my, my weakness of organization and cleaning and, uh, and so with me being home alone, I really, really was able to like 
to reflect on like where I was being like dirty and stuff. So I always made sure like I was put, putting my pots and pots and pans away when I was done cooking. I was cleaning up the bathroom, making sure I wasn't leaving a mess. Always tossing my dirty clothes in in the hamper. And yeah, so I, I feel like I found a lot of growth from it because it doesn't really take a lot to remain organized and clean. So have you tried to continue to do that this week or did you just say, I got a week done and then kind of like let it get off a little bit more? You know what I mean? Like, I, How can you continue that to build that strength or build the weakness into a strength? Yeah, so I've. Again, like it's a lot easier when you guys are here, too, because it keeps me on top of it. And again, with organization, like I went out and I. I went out and bought a few things that helped me keep organized and and that I got another hamper. Uh, so really, it's it's just staying on front of my mind to keep that weakness and that keep that growth. And that I went out and got a calendar and I keep my stuff organized, start listening on my day. Cool. Good stuff. Um, well, I learned going back to the peace thing, I suppose I can go back to that. Um, I do the gratitude thing in the morning as well. And I also say what I'm looking forward to. Um, one of the consistent things that um, came up for me. So that was the week before I went on vacation and it was supposed to rain a lot that week, if I remember correct. And it just happened to work out where it didn't rain when I needed to either have kicking lessons or I needed to kick. And so I was just super grateful and I was just at peace. I was like, if it rains, it rains. And I just, I just, I'll deal with it. Um, but I was just super at peace and thankful that it didn't rain and I got everything in, um, before going to vacation or going on vacation and also just like learning stuff about my life right now, like, especially on my sleep habits and workout habits and just other specific areas of my life and kind of who I am. Uh, some of those things have kind of presented themselves to me in the last couple of weeks, um, both good and bad. So that's, it's nice to really learn about yourself and be at peace with that. In terms of the strengths and weaknesses, um, one thing I really, I, again, I just learned more about my life. So we were on vacation. We were sitting in the car. Uh, we were driving through. Basically, I wanted to go to, I always have these crazy ideas. I mean, you know how it is. Like, let's go look at this one little area. We got to drive 40 minutes to it, and then we'll just drive back home. Just just because they explore, you know, like, you want to see the world. So we were in Miami, and we went over to Key Biscayne, which is like where the rich people all live, right? So we drove over there and everybody's like, whatever, fine. We went to a baseball game then drove from there. And on the way home, we were talking about like Miami's culture because our discussion was, would you rather live in Miami or like a northern city like New York City, Boston or Philadelphia and why? And we were discussing um, how I would prefer to live in like a smaller type city. So like I think out of those cities, Boston might be the smallest. Um, I definitely wouldn't want to live in New York City out of those because it's the largest, but I also don't want to live in Miami because it's so humid. So then I was like, okay, I want to live in Boston or Philadelphia, but I've never been to either of those. But my brother's running the Boston Marathon, so I'll go there um, in a couple months. Um, but anyways, we we're talking about how the culture is just so different in cities. And I was like, I'm not a very culturized person. Like I like to travel, but I don't like to travel because of culture. I like to travel because the experience is where other people travel because they want to experience the cultures and stuff like that. And I don't really like culture. But then we got talking about like how do you define what culture is and just like what people value. And I was like, well, I don't like this, this, and this. So then people were like, – You're talking about like 
southern hospitality and yeah 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 kind of like kind of like that or like some people value like you you like are a big jewelry guy right so you think you value that whereas i could care less about that like, yeah and like art like especially yeah. education. like i love art museums yeah and we're talking about like graffiti like you can't like graffiti is looked at as negative right yep. so that's a cultural thing to some people and really i mean that's great artwork like that to do that you have to be so talented so we're talking about like different types of culture like not food wise like i like trying different foods and stuff but just like who you interact with and what they value versus what you value and i learned that it's not necessarily about culture it's about not even about we at first we thought it was about socioeconomic status like what i envisioned then we learned it's not even that it's just your character is what i really value so when i go to a city and it's dirt now all cities are gonna have some sort of dirtiness right but when it's dirty it smells like i don't like that instantly the city turns me down and i think that is a bad culture but that's not necessarily true it's, it's a person by person basis you know what i mean yeah so I just learned a lot about like why I don't like some of the things I like is because I'm kind of stuck in my own ways and I don't even like look at the other person's opinion. So I think I got to be a little more open to have people like there's people sitting behind us at this baseball game talking about all sorts of stuff. Like they knew, like they told, they sort of like Elon Musk isn't very smart. They're talking about Bitcoin. They're talking about like, we, we think they're teachers. They're talking about politics and just everything. Baseball. They, they thought, uh, they're talking fantasy football, and they said Andrew Jones is on their fantasy football team. And I was like, Andrew Jones is a or is a baseball player. They meant to say Julio Jones for the Titans. And I was just like, these guys don't know anything. But then mom was like talking how she would love to hear like what they do and why they have these opinions that are so strong. Like they're yelling. So I think that would have been cool to really actually get to know them a little bit more. Um, obviously, you are better at culture, and you like to learn about that stuff. But I think – I need to be more open to that. So just learning my weaknesses and just recognizing them and like how selfish I can be is just, I thought that was a great learning stepping stone for me now. And I need to turn that into action. So that was pretty yeah. cool for me. Especially like going into like that conversation, like just hearing those people, you like you overhearing those people talk about stuff. Like, like and then the, how do I say this? Like deep diving into their life. Like if you've been able to like to interview them and just have a conversation and just learn about like their like, like upbringing yeah. and then like their adversity. Cause like adversity is like very personalized. Like no one's life's ever the same. And that like, so yeah. it's been very interesting and in that to see how like their, like their life is different and then how they had to like adapt into their life. Because again, it's different adapting into like to Iowa life versus Miami life. Or like New York life, where like here it's like very like relaxed in that. Where like in New York, like it's very fast paced, and that is so. I think again, like you wouldn't, or like you don't like the dirtiness because you never lived in dirtiness. No, yeah, and it's just just what I know. Yeah. Um, again, so I need to be more open to, like, what do other? Why are other people the way they are? Type of deal. Mm -hmm. Then how can we? How can we connect on a, on a social level? Because again, if they if they bring something to the table. Then it's like, okay, great. Then it, then there's like a purpose. But if they don't, like right away, how do you how do you interact with somebody who doesn't necessarily bring something to the table? I just kind of like shove them away, like, hey, I don't have time for you, versus well, really trying to get to know them a little bit more. Well, what do you mean bring the table? Because I feel like at some point everyone brings something to the table. No, hundred percent. But I'm saying if I don't get that vibe, so for instance, when we first met, 
like we both we've already discussed how we grew up very different right yeah somehow we we meet in the same same college at the same time on this church retreat or actually it was a little bit before that but and we just i mean we instantly talked about soccer right away that was easy yeah right same age yeah same interest so that was like obvious so you brought something to the table and also at that time i was like i would say more broken down like i didn't know where my life was going didn't have like good social environment i mean i just transferred it and i knew like four total people and they were off doing stuff that i didn't want to be involved in so i mean i needed somebody at that time and then to have somebody with similar interests like boom you brought some to the table for me first if you didn't like soccer or didn't have an interest in um, doing the retreat and stuff like that would we be at the same spot we are today or what have i just shoved you off and been like yeah, he's cool. I'll, I know him. I'll, I'll say hi to him, be nice to him, but I don't really want to get to know him. You know what I mean? It's like I need to get better at being more open to learn people's stories, which I think like I love listening to podcasts and hearing people's stories, mm. but I'm bad at if I don't know who they are on the podcast and I just skip the podcast because I need to go more like, okay, let's see what this person has to say type of deal. So I need to adapt a little bit better in that aspect. Speaking of adaptability, like when I getting to you and I was changing itself, like I went from playing soccer at Iowa Western to quitting soccer. And I was like, I told my dad, I was like, I'm not going back to Iowa Western. Like I'm going to a four year. I'm going, I want to go, I want to go to a four year college. And I wanted to go to University of, oh, what was it? Iowa State. And I, I got in, but they had already, they, they were already overflowing. They were putting people in apartments and then I wanted to go to Northwest Missouri state. So I applied there, got accepted there, but it's going to be too much out of pocket. So then my sister had decided on you and I, my dad calls up to you and I and asked if, and this is, so this is like three weeks before like classes start. And dad calls up to you and I asking if they still had room and if they're still like accepting applications. They said, yes, they still had room. They're still accepting. I apply a week later, get accepted. Except so two weeks before, before classes start, I didn't even know where I was going to school. I know if I was even going to school. So me ending up at you and I was wild in itself. And on top of that, to, to, to be like in tune with my faith, at that time. Yeah. So there's a lot. I don't know where to. There's a lot that went into. You had to adapt a lot in a short amount of time when it came down to it. Yeah. And so it was, it was like really frustrating to like deal with. Cause I kept changing and people were asking me like where I'm going to college, what I'm doing. And I'm like going to UNI or I'm going to Iowa State. And then two weeks later, oh, I'm going to Northwest. Two weeks later, I'm going to UNI. Like, it's, it's just, like, frustrating to, like, not know where I was going to be, like, two weeks down the road. Yeah, kind of go, kind of going along with that. I, I really struggle with that. I still struggle with that. Like, I wrote it down in my journal multiple times this, this spring and last spring. So I, I always had people who asked me, like, when I'm in the weight room or just, just in general, like, friends, other people um, say, hey, like, have you got any calls lately? Anybody call you from the league? Have you got signed yet? 
one, if I got signed, I wouldn't be in, I wouldn't be here. Like I'd be, I'd be gone. Right. So that's one. And two, like it, it's, it's kind of like almost embarrassing to say, no, I haven't got any calls or no, I did this. So this happened instead. So it's, I've always struggled with that and being like, how do I deal with it? Like, it's cause it's like, it's frustrating. Cause you're not consistent in the answer. I mean, I am now, I just say, no, not yet. I just, I don't give them any detail. They don't need to know. Right. So I just say no, but it's frustrating to not be at the goal, I guess. I know we've talked about um, goals a little bit throughout the podcast. That's just a side note, but um, so yeah, I I get your frustration in that for sure. Um, But going on our relationship again. So honestly we've had to, so if you, if I learned that you had an MIP all that good stuff. If I would have learned about your upbringing again with my weakness, would I have taken that well, or would I have just been like, "Oh, he's here now, he's good, we're friends" type of deal? Because you have to in a relationship, you have to learn to adapt and change a lot, right? Because everybody says, "Don't don't go in a relationship that's going to cause you to change," right? Be yourself. That's literally impossible. Yeah, you're you're always changing. Yeah, every day you're changing. Yeah. I mean, especially like either like in a relationship with a significant other or in friendships, like you have to adapt and change because that's bringing more than just yourself into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, think but, about, think about living together. Like how many things, like I go to bed early. So you, you usually watch TV before bed. So like when we're in the dorms together, like you had to kind of change a little bit, get the lights off type of deal. And then I had to be quiet in the morning when I got up at five o'clock to go to workouts. Um, all that kind of stuff. Keeping, I mean, dorms a little different with the bathroom, but just in general, um, our kind of mannerisms, I guess. You got to kind of have less of yourself and more like a, a community, if that makes sense. Kind of meet somebody in the middle. A little give and take. Yeah, which is hard because I would argue I'm not very good at adapting to to that either. I'm more of like I know what I want and I go for it. Um, kind of my way of the highway. Um but what are, what are some other? Yeah, because I okay, so I can let me let me speak on the MIP real quick because okay. I think it leads into it into change and adaptability. Okay. So I, when I was a senior in high school, I I was caught drinking uh, with some friends, and I I mean, really, it was like it wasn't at my place, but it was really like enforced by me. And I like, I was like a lot of people, like I had texted and told them to come mm-hmm. and people are saying, no, nah, no. Nah. And I was like, oh, just come. It's going to be fine. It's going to be low key. And we, so we didn't, we didn't have alcohol and the person that I was going to get alcohol from bailed. So I'm sitting there. We don't have alcohol. I have people waiting, like coming because like there's gonna be like alcohol already there so i made the decision to go to walmart i just took alcohol i stole it what'd you steal <laughs> malibu and captain you took two huh yeah tristan would be so proud of your malibu sorry inside joke tristan's a friend of ours um who died in a car crash a couple years ago um sorry that was random but he loved malibu so we talk about him a lot Sorry. I didn't yes. want to do the inside joke. They needed to know. I just anytime somebody says Malibu, I think of Tristan. So I had to say it. Right. 
so we we can talk about him in a minute. Him and Justin. But anyway, so like I besides I stole this alcohol, went to this party, and it was fine. And it was really like party like twelve people. Like, it was like low key. And like the anyway, the the police showed up. We all got most of us got MIPs and all that. And it was it was a like a more of like a life changing moment because it's like I, I went to a Catholic high school. And uh, my dad kind of taught me about God, but I never grew up having a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so when I, so when this happened, it's like the first time I really like found myself praying, like actually praying besides just like saying the words, because mm-hmm. I never had an understanding of like what it meant. And so from there, like I went, so I, I got an MIP, went through, did all the stuff and I had to do, sat in school detention. And I went and talked to my priest and my campus minister. I was like, okay, like something like, this has happened and uh, like I, I feel like I need to further like my relationship with God because I don't know how to have one. Mm-hmm. So after that, I went on the retreat called Kairos, which is a high school retreat, four days long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just like, it really like develops your relationship with God based on your past experiences and really forms a community for you. And so me developing that led me into the ability to, how do I say this? Have a, have a relationship with God that not only, so when I went to you and I, it, it put me in that group where like I went to St. Stephen's or I want to be a part of like that community. So, so, so really that change and adaptability, I mean, because we always think of change. Well, at least I do. I think your change is negative a lot of the time. Right. And I, you, so like on that, on that aspect of my story right there, you can look at a lot of things that were negative. Like I got caught, yeah. mm-hmm. I got caught drinking. So I got, a, I got a MIP. And then I didn't even know where I was going. I was going to three different schools at once. So that's negative. I had no idea where I was going, mm-hmm. but then the positive out of it, like our friend came out, our friendship came out of it. I have multiple friends from you and I great, awesome experiences. And uh, so it's like, it's not, in, in the moment, yes, like I looked at it in a negative sense. And that been in the end, like I got this relationship, I got a relationship with God, uh, which is like ultimately like the best thing that could have came out of it. Yeah. So, so, I mean, change is always, change is always hard. And especially like I'm always scared of the unknown, I would say. Like I, I hate the unknown. So I think. I mean, just think in that situation. So you came to you and I for that reason. I, I was, I mean, I was a different situation, but similar stuff. So I, I played soccer at Drake my freshman year, had one of the best scholarships on the team, uh, started as a freshman, probably going to be team captain. Uh, when, when I actually left, like my head coach cried in his office when I left. And he's like, you could be team captain. You could probably play in the MLS someday. So I was like, crap, like, am I making the right decision? Then I don't know what I'm doing because at this point, I have no colleges that I'm interested in or that are interested in me for football. So I am basically just leaving a $250,000 scholarship where I'm going to play four years, get a great education, and just go somewhere else randomly. So I was like, I had no idea what was going on, right? Yeah. So then long story short is emailed, called a bunch of colleges. Nobody responded except for you and I. And then just happened to happen to make it. Um, 
to you and I's campus. Didn't even didn't even get a preferred walk on. Had to physically try out for the team, and I was gonna play corner. I didn't even kick a ball at my tryout, and I was like, no, I'm a kicker. Blah blah blah. Long story short is nobody let me go in on scout team. They're like, who's this kid? Because I actually was on the team after the first game, because you because the NCAA rules. So I get there, and like the first three weeks of school, I like I said, I knew nobody. So I was like. I was already confused on what was going on. I didn't really like have any friends. I literally went to class eight and watched TV for six hours at night and then kicked a couple of times, did some running and that's it. Like I had no social life at all. And I was just like, honestly, a little depressed um, and just missed home like crazy. And then I met uh, obviously you and everybody else from St. Stephen. And it was just like, that like got me out of it. And, like the change that I had to go through and adaptability of really learning who I was, was a huge thing. And I was so uncomfortable. Like I suck at meeting new people. And I'm like, once you get to know me, like the podcast probably seems like I just talk, like I'm just energized. But if I don't know anybody, I'm super quiet. Unless I feel like I'm like the leader in the environment. If I feel like there's a bunch of people who are um, older than me, or like, I'm not comfortable in this situation, then it's just like, okay, I'll just kind of be in the back. Um, so I met you guys, everything was like, kind of let me be who I really wanted to be. Um, and I didn't want, I didn't really know what I wanted, honestly. Um, but I know that I was uncomfortable until I met you guys and it kind of grew from there. Um, but I think, I think the change in that aspect really helped me become who I am today. I just think it, I think unknown, not knowing the unknown is super scary, but you got to go for whatever you feel is right because in the end, it's going to help you. And change isn't always negative. That again, that's a positive change. Like I, I had to do it, even though it was scary. I had to do it and make makes my life story a lot better than it could have been. So. I want to make sure that we. We can go back and talk about Tristan, Justin, because I want to make sure we, we talk about that, too. So. Just tell them the story. Yeah. Tell them the whole story. Let, let them know. Man. So Tristan and Justin were two of, I, two of like our best friends from college. Uh, they, we, Justin, Tristan, and I were at a Knights of Columbus conference in Des Moines. And so we lived in Cedar Falls at the point. We go into UNI. And we lived in Des Moines. There we go. We were in Des Moines for a conference, and we that night into the next morning before we were heading back, it had snowed. Like it snowed a lot, and this is in February, and so everything like it snowed so much, like everything was closed, mass was canceled. So our our leader just told us to meet up with the church real quick. We're gonna have say last closing thoughts and prayers, and then everyone's gonna leave. So. That night, I was offered to go to a different leadership conference that I accepted, and then just off the whim, and that. And so, that next day, I was like, Tristan, Tristan, Justin, uh, Justin, I drove, and I was like, Justin, just drop me off at this arena. I was like, I already got a ride back home. You guys just get home back safe. So we went through, did our, did our closing prayers and thoughts and that, and they dropped me off. And I was like, hey, get home safe. Let me know when you're home safe. About three hours later, I'm getting a phone call from, from Tristan's mom asking me like if I had heard from him, anything like that. 
and I I just texted him. I was, I was like, I didn't think much of it. Like, I just texted him. I was like, hey, text your mom back. She's looking for you. Because I knew at this point, like, it's like an hour and a half drive between Des Moines and Cedar Falls. So it's like not that, it's not that far, not that bad. And, and then about half hour, 45 minutes later, I get another call from, from Tristan's mom saying that he was, that they were in a car wreck and they were, that Tristan was being taken to a hospital and that, and it wasn't looking good. So now I'm already freaking out and, and I'm not, I'm, I'm honestly like, this is not good. So again, about half hour passes in that and me just like sitting there, like really like comprehending like my life at this point. And, and then I get another call back from Tristan's mom and Tristan had passed away and, and Justin as well. Like they, they were, they hit some black guys across the road and they hit a semi head on. And so this, not only then that I'd have to call every one of my friends down the list and tell them that Tristan and Justin had just passed away. But along with that, like my thought process was like, why did I live? Like why, like what happened in my Like, why did I make this decision that I am now? So I like the survivor guilt was very strong. Like, I, I mean, I still struggle with that today. So they, so the, them dying in this car crash really, really put me in a position like a vulnerability like I didn't know how to take life on at that point if that makes sense there's a lot of change I mean yeah so two people you hang out with literally daily like hours during the day yeah like I had seen like those are the only two people I'd seen both oceans with and that like which is wild to think about because I mean how many people do you see like ocean ocean with that aren't just like your family like so it, and then just like thinking about daily life, like how much my life had changed. Like I talked to these people on daily, I saw them on a daily basis. And not only did they bring me, bring me joy and passion and, and that, and they always like were pushing me to better people, especially in my faith, because they're way more faith consistent than I was. And so living with that change of them, no longer, no longer being able to experience life with them. And life with our friend group had changed dramatically at this point. Yeah, and that, that just goes back to like like that's the what's the eptomy, is that is that the word I'm looking for? Like the top of like how hard change can be. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't get much worse than that, like in all honesty. So like I mean you don't have a choice. Like you have to I don't want to say you have to move on, but you, I mean, that, I don't want to make that sound like bad towards them. You know what I mean? But at some point you like have to like, accept. It, yeah, you got to accept it and your life has got to it's, keep going. It's not, exactly. It's like, it's, it's I've been accepted it. And that it's just something that, I mean, like, you don't like, I feel like you never like fully like heal from you just grow. No. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. But I, I just mean in the change part, like the change, yeah. it's ha- like, it, you it's can't happened. undo the change. Right. So you can either like, I mean, I remember the first, like, I remember you calling me and then like you were like, cause I was, I was in the worst situation at the time because I had to help with a kicking camp in Illinois. That obviously like it was, it was like a four hour drive. And I remember like, we're talking on the phone and like, everybody's like, holy crap. Like 
now you're driving. And I was like, yeah, I got to go to this kicking camp and like help at it. And like, I can get like work and stuff in. And everybody's like all worried about me driving then. Right. And I just remember like, it was all, it was like all over the news. Like my mom was calling me, everybody at UNI's campus knew about it. And it's just weird to be like in the middle of it. I remember you, so you're calling me broken down as I was like, I'll help you call people. Cause I felt bad that like you were like not in a mindset to do it. Um, and it was just like, I will never get um, like our friend Kyle. I'll never forget the conversation I had with him and his reaction to it. Like it's like, like I got goosebumps now thinking about it. Like it's, it was just not a fun um, conversation. And then I, that was when I first started dating my girlfriend, remember? And I, it was like the first time we talked on the phone. I just said, hey, one of my best friends just died. <laughs> like, how do you do that? Like, that was like a very interesting conversation as well. Um, but just like, think about the days after that. Like, remember, I remember like after we went to the little candle, so I went to the camp, came back, and then I had to go to another camp on Saturday, like an NFL camp or whatever for myself in Phoenix. I, yeah. I was talking to my parents, like I almost, because I couldn't go to Justin's funeral because of it. Yeah. And I was like, big time debating like I was like I have the biggest camp of my life but I feel like I need to go to the funeral so then my parents and I were trying to figure out do I literally like pay a bunch of money and get a private flight for myself to do that and I'm like that's gonna be hard I, I literally gotta fly a red eye then and it's like I just felt bad because I like wasn't there mm-hmm. and then our other friend member who's in the military flew in from his deployment mm-hmm. to go to Tristan's funeral yeah. And we were up to like 2 a.m. every night talking. You you literally did not sleep the whole week. You're on your phone. Like everybody's talking to you. Like you were just stressed out to the max. And all I know is after that week, our friend group was like unbreakable. Like that that is the definition of what made us so close today is because of that. Now, I don't want to say that obviously it was a bad event, but it's another definite or another example of how change, like that was a good change to bring us closer together. Like those, like being vulnerable, like you were saying, the hard times, um, all that stuff like brought our friend group the way it is today, which obviously I think we both value. Um, and I would say everybody in the group definitely does as well. Um, but yeah, because it's, it was very uncomfortable and especially people like asked me to talk about it and talk on it. And it was just an uncomfortable situation to talk on for, for a while. Yeah. And it's, I mean, now looking back, like I, when I look back and think about it, like obviously like when you started telling the story, I hate thinking about that week, but I also like, I don't know. It's weird because I don't think of Tristan. When I think of Tristan, obviously you think of the you think of the wreck, Justin. You think of the wreck, but also you think about like all the good things they brought to the table as well. And then I ultimately I think about like how close everybody's became because of it. So I, I really tried to turn it into a positive, but definitely an uncomfortable week. Um, you got anything else to say with the um, story, or should I move on to like more uncomfortable stuff? <laughs> it's a bad way to send it into it but right i just don't want to i just want to make sure that we are yeah 100 because i i don't want to put anything not on the table about that story because i think that's a very important and touchy subject so i yeah. just want to make sure every every all the no. listeners know that we're 
good on the topic and got everything thoroughly explained. Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, we can we can move into other topics. All right. So something you, you just said it was very uncomfortable, right? And I agreed. So I let's let's first first let's get we're get into this here a little bit differently. Let's talk about the actual definitions of change and adaptability. Okay. Okay. So change change is one making something or something different alter or modify that's one definition mm -hmm. another thing is to replace something with something else something that's newer or the same kind or a substitute mm. okay and then adaptability is being able to adjust to those new conditions or the capacity to be modified for the new use or the purpose so after the change happens obviously you have to adapt to it in order to fully grasp it right so we talked about or you just said being comfortable being uncomfortable mm -hmm. and uh we've talked a couple of different things about it but i want to share one story um kind of what's happened in my life recently what's been happening so i obviously was on vacation last week and we had a hotel room so it was my brother, my mom, dad, and my girlfriend. And we had a hotel room um, on Miami Beach because we decided to stay on the beach after coming up from the Keys. And one, we went through a hurricane, so that was interesting. Um, that was definitely – had to have some adaptability there because the schedule was all changed. And I probably didn't handle that great. Um, but it could have been a lot worse too. So maybe I'll, I'll give myself a C on it. Mm -hmm. um, but anyways, we had this hotel room and – obviously there's only four spots to sleep they're supposed to have a rollaway bed so someone's got to sleep on the floor and it was just like really tight spaces like it wasn't like very big like it was it was a nice hotel but it wasn't like the room was just really small for some reason there was this big thing around the tv though like have like a closet and everything it was wacky but anyways everybody was like kind of mad like hey there's only one shower there's only one wastebasket there's only four bed or four places to sleep there's nowhere to put our bags and I was just kind of like, yeah, like all that bothers me. But then I was like, okay, you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable and change. You know what I mean? Because if you're, if you just think like, oh, I'm uncomfortable, you're not going to, it's just not going to be on the trip. It would just won't be as enjoyable. But I look at it as kicking wise, you go to all these camps and you just get in, you kick and you get out usually, right? Because it's a lot of money to stay overnight and do that kind of stuff. It's like golfers, they usually come in on, Tuesday, Wednesday to practice a couple of times and the tournaments Thursday through Sunday. Obviously I can't do that. So I get in, I go for a walk, I go to bed, I wake up, we kick and then I leave. That's an average camp, give or take a day. So usually you're yeah. not comfortable, right? You're in a foreign environment. You're not, not know the weather. You might not know other people. You just came off a plane. You got a kick, all that kind of stuff. You're not eating the same food. So everything's just like not normal to you. And that's why people try to eat the same stuff before they uh, play games and try to be getting the same routine every night. But I was just like, I literally thought to myself like, okay, it's not ideal, but how can you make yourself comfortable being uncomfortable? How can you have some growth in this one? How can you adapt to it? Um, and I, I just took it head on and I was like, we're going to make this happen. Uh, so I, I thought that was cool moment in my life again how i said i've been learning stuff about my life i think that was a uh, good way to go 
But anyways, I want to know, based on those definitions of change and adaptability, how are you in the midst of change right now? And how are you adapting to that change? So uh, two things come to mind. For, first, uh, my okay, so I changed my job. And that in being uncomfortable, that is like I so going through training and that it's so I work with insurance now, so I have to learn like scripts and different stuff, so I have to memorize this stuff, and just being uncomfy because it's it's so awkward memorizing and reading scripts to to someone you don't know, and that, and then on top of that, it's like it's in Zoom call, so it's just like it's not it's not really me of like just like. I don't even know how to say it. like going up and or just like being very formal with the way I say things, and that and so it, it's really pushed me out outside my comfort zone, and that and just being able to understand their process of how they go about things, and on top of that, like I had I had to meet the entire team in in the last day. I guess today was my first day, so I had to learn. I, I got to meet and learn a lot of people. I, I met the top boss. So it was like, it's a very like, I don't know, nerve wracking situation when you are put into a situation where you don't know anyone, you don't know anything that's going on. So that, that was one change that I think like, it was great because the one kid that is new with me, we can, we clicked really well. So it was really easy to like navigate through. And that, because I guess we just had each other kind of like to laugh it with, laugh through and stuff. And our boss is very, our boss is awesome. So she's very like welcoming and like very helpful with like situations and stuff. Another thing to, so I, I got to, I don't think I've told you the story, but I got to change gyms. No, you told me you were going to change gyms like got, three times. And you still no, have no, no, no. But this, I got, I got to change gyms. So, <laughs> okay. You got it. I, I, so the most awkward situation, probably in one of my most entire life. Like, so I, I am on the treadmill walking. I'm at the gym walking, and I'm just doing my my regular, my regular incline, and that. So my regular conditioning, and my so right before that, like. I had like ran into my like a gem crush, if you say. Okay. And that, and uh, yeah, so by far, like, I don't know, the cutest girl I've seen at the gym. So I, I just call her my gem crush. And uh, anyway, I've never talked to her, but I've seen her a few times. I always just like nod my head whenever we see it. Like, we're, and you're making the eye contact. Yeah. Right? So anyway, like, so I, I'm on this treadmill. And I, like, so when I listen, so when I walk, I listen to podcasts. And my podcast, though, like, choice usually has been, very they're they're called nappy and jay and it's just a relationship comedy podcast and they just talk about their lives and stuff and so they're telling one of them's telling a like a a funny story okay and so i i just have my head down going i'm like looking down and i like it's just like funny so i like genuinely like smile laugh and at this moment i like look up smile laughing genuine like and at this moment, this girl comes around the corner. The gym crush. Yeah, looking at me. And like, I, I'm like instantly awkward as hell. Because like, if you if you were to see my face, like, you know, like, you generally smile. Yeah. Like, who, do, who does that at a gym? I and do it all the time. 
baloney. You can no, buy- anytime somebody like looks at me, I just like smile. You smile at. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I like. I used to stop like thinking like when I'm walking through the hallways. I was like, don't smile, don't laugh. That, I literally think. I think it's just being fun. Be happy, man. So you're walking. You're, you're you're smiling the whole way through your. Pretty walk. much, yeah. Boy. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, maybe not in a workout because usually I'm like locked in, no. focused. Thank you, thank you. Okay, that's in your I'm environment, saying. probably not. But thank you. Okay, oh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, if it was been walking down the street, it'd been fine. But I'm at the okay. gym where like you don't usually like confronting like talking to women is usually like frowned upon usually don't talk to girls in the gym you know like the stigma behind it and all that stuff yeah and so like i mean exactly it is what it is but at the same point so like i literally was like laugh smiling at this girl and so like it was already awkward so she looked away and like kept walking i was like oh my god this is so awkward so she thought it was weird you think i I don't know if she thought it was weird, but it it had to been weird like you just think me thinking about it if someone wanted to smile laugh at me i'm like why are you looking at me like that? Yeah, but is especially it, especially in a girl's position, like they're already like probably self conscious about it, and you know because there's always stigma behind it. Like you always see these things, like talking to your gym crush and all that stuff. Yeah. So anyway, ten minutes go by, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm just I got like five minutes left in my workout. Like I just get through this and that, and like leave and not everything about this situation again. <laughs> so anyway, I'm still listening to the same podcast, and they're telling another story. And again, I, I laugh. I laugh out loud. It's smiling. And this it's the same thing. It's, it's this girl comes around the corner again, like, and sees me laugh smiling. I I kid you not. Like, I'm like, I'm done. Like, I literally, I literally so embarrassed. I like stopped. I literally stopped my workout. I was like, dude, I was like, okay. I was like, wiped it off. I was like, do I have to talk to her? Like, I just say, like, I'm yeah. just laughing at a podcast, right? I just like just avoid, <laughs> avoid it at all costs. And so now I'm changing. I got to change in. Like, that's the only. <laughs> it's like I, an I, I can't go back. I can't go back. <laughs> you should have. You should have talked to her. Been, I, I, how, do, how do you explain that? Me smile laughing. I don't know. Did she look at you and smile? Or she's and like, then, "Who the heck is this guy?" No, she she didn't really didn't react. She just kind of. Well, maybe like she didn't even notice then. Oh, she definitely. Not. We made eye contact when I was like, "This is the first thing." I'm she's you like, not, "You're I'm, smiling I'm, at." I wish people could day, see our faces right now. And then in the day, like, I'm, I'm, I got to change gems. I can't, can't go back. <laughs> oh my god! Like, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get reported to the front desk. You're just laughing and smiling. What's wrong with that? I know, but it's still in the no. I just but, picture yeah. this. Okay, that's that's my uncomfy change. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not changing gyms because I, I just work out at the high school by yourself. Yeah, I mean, well, some there's a there's a guy I work out with sometimes, but. Uh, he's actually on his honeymoon right now, so we're not working out. But I also help a person kick, and he sometimes works out with me. But it's better to work out with somebody in terms of – no, in terms of, like, somebody to push you and stuff, I would much rather work out with somebody. But, it's like, if I'm in a rush, like, I'm getting stuff done, I just get in, get out. I don't need anybody. So, but like, lifting in a team, like, is better usually, in my opinion. You just like CrossFit. I, I mean, yeah, but it's nice to have somebody to race against, and it's nice to have somebody to, like, be there just to do stuff. Like, race to what? 215 on bench? No, race race to do whatever chipper so, you're doing or okay, whatever. So, so how, how are you changing? Or is that your change? You're I'm just... trying to change my body to look better. I'm trying to be fitter. I'm trying to be faster. I'm trying to be stronger. I'm trying to be leaner. No, but that's like always like on the agenda. Like that's been on the goal sheet for every. So I do new goals three times a year. So I do one fall, summer, and spring. 
and it's been on that's been on the list forever um pray about it every night as well um but no the big changes in my life right now again i'm just really like on like the self self growth aspect right now like i don't know why i'm just so much on it maybe it's because i don't have school right now so it's i just have more time to reflect and uh kind of just totally grow problem is you don't make money just growing which sucks kind of because it's like what i want to do like i just want to grow but i can't <laughs> like a plant <laughs> but i can't i got at some point you got to make money you know what i mean like to support yourself um but that's a whole nother story but anyways i've just been thinking about some different things that have been um coming up in my life so one thing is this is the first time since really since i first like met you like back in the day when i was broken down or whatever I didn't know where my life was headed then. And honestly, I don't know where my life is headed now. I have no idea. I know that I'm not going to teach forever. I want to play football. It's, it's tougher and tougher to do the older you get. Um, they just announced some football stuff with the XFL in two years. So we'll see how that goes. And camp maybe in August, et cetera. Um, still kicking. But sometimes I just, I just don't know where that's going to go. You know what I mean? I would love to do stuff like this as an actual job, but again, you gotta you gotta make money to do that, you know. And I feel like you gotta do something great to have more listeners. You know what I mean? Um, like I just think you gotta like why listen to me? You know what I mean? Like I have all these goals, so I want to reach those goals. I want to travel. I want to do all that stuff. So if I don't play football, do I travel the world? I mean, I thought about that. Like, that'd be a great, especially getting back from vacation. It's like, yeah, there's so much to see and do in this planet. Like, right. why not do it? Especially when you're young. I hate that people are like, it's another thing I've really been looking at is stocks have been changing a lot lately. Um, and I've been getting into stocks. But why do people save? I understand you need to save for retirement because you're not going to work. But I'm not going to try to climb a volcano in Hawaii when I'm 60. You know what I mean? Right. So why not do, do it. I want to take it. some money out now that I oh. have in. Oh, I thought you were going to say we're in 65. No, 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 no. I just hope to walk when I'm, when I'm 60. But anyways, why not take some money out now and use it? Like the world's backwards. So like I've been looking at like healthcare the other day. They had some, uh, I don't know, a program or gene that like altered some disease. And it was like stocks like skyrocketed. And I was like, whoa. I was like, I should invest in that. And then next day it goes down and it goes up and you know what I mean? So that's obviously always changing. Um, but I was really thinking like in my life, like what's the next step in my life? Who do I want to be and why? And trying to think of that. So right now I'm just trying to figure that out. Um, and obviously I'm big on like methods. Like we got the whoop. We talk about workouts, all that stuff. Also listeners, Taylor got a whoop now. We're whoop buddies. Uh, discuss it every day. Taylor has no idea what he's doing with the app yet, but we're working on it, which is funny because he's way better at technology than me. But um. it's been three days. Anyway, yeah. So I, I, I get that, and it's, it's to me interesting because like don't have to have the answers to diet. No, and you don't, and that's sometimes I'm very peaceful about it. Sometimes not like like a. Again, with that, like with change, it also comes like, and I feel like this is a huge gonna be a huge turning point here in the next like six months year for you yeah like yeah we were talking about this earlier i don't think i'm gonna have any immediate change in my life in the next month or two yeah but next six months to a year i think there's gonna be 
in multiple areas of my life, lots have changed. Right. Obviously. Again, I mean, just, get, I don't even know my job. I mean, right. so I mean, that can, that goes for everyone though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you know, like older people, like 30, 40, really kind of like settle down a little bit more. I mean, you, you should know? always still be growing, but I'm just so reflective that, I mean, change is always happening. So I think of, I think of evolution. Like this is one thing I learned the other day. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to go into the tangent. Like, look how much our life has changed in the past. Our, our entire life, everything has changed consistently. So when we were born. Well, change when, is when the thing that's going to happen. Okay, right. But then, like, looking back into, like, the past, like. From, like With, like, technology. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And, like, the way cars are, everything. Like, everything has drastically and uh, exponentially changed. From how things were to how things are now. Like when we were born, computers were barely a thing. Like phones weren't really around. Like yeah, and now today it's like a it's a necessity almost to have a phone. Yeah, we're sending people Virgin Galactic right. did a test flight yesterday with their um, CEO to go to outer space. Right. So we're sending people to outer space now. Yeah, you know, like cryptocurrency. Like like twenty years ago, no one had a debit card, and now today we're it's a cryptocurrency where it's not even virtual money. You can't even hold on yeah. to it. So it, like. The change in that is so quick right now that like it's hard. Like really thinking like five, ten years down the line, like you really try to define your life, really start putting direction. Which on is it. so me too. Like and and it, I've learned it goes so like much you, different than they, you plan. Yeah, like you can have like this point that you want out there, but like our life has changed so much, and I think like in the end, like it's going to continually change in the next ten years, drastically different. And that like it's just something that like you have to get comfortable with. Even though it's an uncom- like it's uncomfortable and it's hard, but I think it's necessary. Yeah. Like if you if you're not changing, you're getting lost, like lost in like yeah, the and, past. and there's no such thing as I hate when people are always like I shouldn't say I hate that's a strong word. I dislike when people are like you're just kind of where you're at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're always changing, whether that's good or bad. There's you you cannot stay steady. That's it's impossible. Right. Either the world's passing you by, or you're getting better. And it's just kind of like what you pick. It seems exhausting, but it's really, I mean, it's just, everybody does it. It just happens. Um, so another thing I want to kind of go through on that is remember I was listening to that podcast the other day. So the podcast is a Joe Rogan episode. It's number 1670 with David Sinclair, who's a Harvard professor. And he talks about how you can age different than you actually are if that makes sense so we're 25 but our body's age could actually be 23 or it could be 40 based on what we do so he talks about exercising they're shaking his head like he's not 25 he's probably more like 15 now we're talking Thank um, you. biceps are beautiful though yeah, uh, looking good anyways uh, he's a meathead <laughs> every day <laughs> um, but anyways he talks about obviously exercise and stuff but he's what I want to talk about is how evolution has changed for humans. So we've talked about technology and we're really in like a technological evolution right now. Absolutely. Um, so stocks, obviously all that stuff's changing, finding new things um, out every day in the healthcare department. And we want to bring back mammoth, all that good stuff. We want to be able to have build a baby. Essentially kids love that. When we talk about that at school, basically it's like build a barrel and build a baby. So it's going to happen in 2050. I, I, I'll put money on it. It's like we got people going to the moon now, but I'll talk about it um, some other time. Anyways, so the 
evolution of the human has changed. We used to be big and bulky in our body and small brain. Now we're the opposite. We're like small, petite bodies, really fragile, and our brains are like ginormous. So we, we create a problem. We get roads. Oh, then we, then we lose natural resources. So we go drill oil, but then that hurts the environment. So then we come up with an environmental plan. Then we have too many humans, but then we can do this. And we can create a drug to help this problem, but that creates another side effect. So we have this drug. So we humans literally create problems by solving problems. So one thing he talks about is obviously stress level and getting proper sleep, exercising. But another thing that he talks about is how basically, how do I want to put this? You kind of put it like we were zoo animals. So we just eat whenever we want to and it's no big deal. Whereas back in the day, you had to go find your food and have the creativity to get it. And now we don't have that. So he says that when you, if you're not working out and all that good stuff, you, you shouldn't eat because essentially it's killing you. So it's just crazy to see how evolution has changed over time and how we've just naturally adapted to our world. Maybe that's some of why... Americans are one of the highest countries of obesity because we just get everything force-fed to us or everything's at our hands for technology. So it's just super easy all the time. Uh, but one thing, I mean, think about COVID. Like it was, it was a lot of change as well. Like we're never going to go back from COVID and we had to adapt to it and now we're good. Like it's, it's on the downhill slope, hopefully. Um, yeah, because I think we, I mean, we, ch we changed with covid because of COVID, but I think we unchanged again. So, you know, we don't. Can you unchange, or is that just another change? Because changes always happen. We already. I mean, I think we just. I mean, like we'll always. I mean, COVID will always always be a, a part of our life. I feel like, and that, like, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be in history books and stuff. But really, like, did. I feel like it was just a temporary change, like we just adjusted and adapted just enough while it was happening, to save people and to essentially conformed on to like where we were, where we were not spreading the disease. Yeah. And that, but now it's just like, you, you can go uh, wherever you want without a mask and all that stuff in most places, I should say. Yeah. And that like Caldwell series is having 23,000 people seat by seat and that, and like bars are open. Like, so it's just like, I feel like we just, I'm not, I don't know if you can say unchanged, but we just like readapted to normal life. Like, no one's going to stay in that, like, COVID era. Like, no one's going to completely change like that. So how do you – what do you tell a person who is still, like – I use the term COVID scared. You know what I mean? How do they – how do you adapt and change quicker? And just in life in general, maybe even, not just COVID. I mean, I – well, for them – For them, you have. I I don't know. You're gonna tell someone that that is scared of COVID because it's it's just like that's their own mindset and that's their own belief. And you can't. I I can't say I'm gonna change someone's mind off that. But like for for you and me, it's just like another day. Like I beg you know, it's just yeah, the young people. I think the younger generation just isn't scared because we're not affected by it. So talk to me about the mindset. How how can you? Let's say if it's not it's not COVID. Whatever it is that you don't want to change or adapt or you don't want to adapt to the change, how can you do it better? 
What, what, what do you what, ask? Ask me again. Okay, so when I I think of when you want to like sorry. I think of change. Let's say um, that I'm having a new in school in the fall. I have new textbooks. We're doing a new curriculum, right? Yeah. And I have to teach it. I've never taught it before. How yeah. do I adapt to that to be able to teach it to the kids? Because I think of like right away. I think of okay. I one I have to accept that this is going to change, right? The number one reason for not wanting to change yeah. is resistance. Yeah. Number one reason. So one I have to accept it. It's, it's happened. I can't undo the change. Yeah. So how can I? Next thing I think is either I get pissed about it, I don't want to do this, and then that's me not wanting to change, or I don't put effort into it. And if I do need, if I have to change, I don't have a choice really. It's accept and then, okay, how can I make this work type of deal? You know what I mean? Right. Because I mean, like, again, like with that, like the picture is bigger than yourself. Like you have to adapt, but you're also like adapting for other people. Like you're adapting because you have to change for someone else. You have to teach this material. If you don't teach this material, you're going to get fired. Like at the end of the day, like, and the, the kids aren't going to be successful and like farther down the line because they didn't learn the material that they were told. Do you think change is easier when it affects more than just yourself maybe? because yeah, you're you're held accountable by other people if, I mean, if you walk in if you walk into a classroom and you have no idea what you had to teach that day well yeah that's you're need like, well, you didn't change you didn't read, you didn't read job, the material yeah. I mean, you're also going to lose your job I mean. yeah so like you have to on that you just have to adapt and change you have to overcome it no matter what your thought process is on it you're going to have to change you're going to have to reevaluate how you how you teach something so some of it's survival of the fittest, essentially adapt or die. I mean, not literally, but yeah, sure. I mean, like on teaching sense, like I feel like that's not the heart of the change. To to me personally, I've never. I mean, I guess I've never. So what, really, I've never really be, been in a teaching setting where I've had to. Teach. What would be a hard change then? Obviously, we already talked about the debt stuff like that. Uh, I mean, an injury. Hard, hard, we talked about yeah, an injury. Like, yeah, I mean dismemberment death in the family death of a spouse like you can go on like multiple things like there's a lot of hard change like losing your job um breaking up with your, your significant other not making a sports team that you wanted to make again it's just like overcoming the mindset of that change like because it's just stuff that like it's just life it just happens again it's just I, it's how you react that matters, not what actually happens to you. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, again, like it, it's like what life is. Eight. Life is ten percent what happens to you, and ninety percent how you react to it. Exactly. And so it's like just how you react to like what's happening in your life. Like that's change essentially. It's just reaction. I like that mindset. I also think like just breathing, like taking a couple of deep breaths and giving yourself some time to process like what's happened and why. And then, then reflect on it and then go from there. Because your initial reaction always like, I don't want to do this or this sucks. Whereas if you take a couple of deep breaths and you like process it, then it's maybe, okay, this isn't ideal, but I can make it work. You know what I mean? Like, again, with the hotel room, it's not ideal, but I'm going to make this work. Type of deal. Uh, all right. Do you want to you go to the challenge for the week then? Yeah. What's the challenge of the week? <laughs> I knew you were going to put that on me. Challenge this week. So we were talking about this earlier, and it's really hard to judge on a scale if you would measure. That's a good word for it. Measure. 
on a measure if you adapted better i got that big brain bro to change yeah maybe i'm the one with the teenager brain i my sleep study did say that my my brain is not fully developed yet so i I basically learned I'm superhuman. Is oh, what I take. Going through puberty again. Yeah. Puberty. <laughs> uh, okay, so challenge this week is going to be how just to recognize something you can adapt in and process it, react in a better way than you might have normally reacted, or recognize the change that's happening. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I think I think that's gonna be a good challenge. I think, uh, yeah, I I believe I already got something I need to work on. So I'll talk on that I guess next episode. Cool. Because I really want to reflect in it. I got I got a couple of things in mind that I can adapt a little better um, to as well, going along with what I've been talking the whole night about learning about myself. So we're gonna have some good news next week. Hopefully, hopefully you guys adapt a little bit better this week. Reflect. Change is always happening. React well. And, uh, we'll let you guys go. Thanks for listening uh, to our podcast. Give us feedback. Find us on our socials. Uh, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-E-R dot Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N on Instagram. And mine's A underscore Earthum, E-R-R-T-H-U-M 17 on Instagram and Twitter. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for following along. Have a good night. Love you.